Rogers to talk about all things track and field and also kettlebells and how you might be wondering the two are related. Spencer, say hello to everyone. What's, every, what's up everybody? And just tell them a little bit about you before we get into the questions. So a little background about myself. I've been coaching and training now for roughly eight or nine years. Um, have a degree in exercise science and uh, you know fitness has always been a passion of mine and you know I'm here with Star today honored to be here on the podcast Thank and you. Uh, you know I'm really willing to drop some gems you know in any way that I can. Cool. Well I know that we have a lot of runners out here because mm-hmm. Cynthia actually gets a ton of hits still and anything that involves running so um, it's always good to have another runner That's awesome on. to hear. That's good to know. Yeah. My runners are out there. <laughs> Boston Marathon's coming up. Uh, I think it's in uh, April, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it is. I think it is April. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Have you ever ran a marathon? You know, never ran a marathon. I, I personally have no intention of doing it. As I know a lot of people like to do that lifelong. <laughs> I'm going to run a marathon one day. And, you know, and... Um, yeah, that was never me. <laughs> Understandable. I never wanted to run a marathon either. But, you know, while we were on the topic, I figured I would ask. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll get started. So what's one thing that you wish people knew more about fitness and strength training in general? So, you know, I, I think about it, and I guess it would be geared towards two different people, right? So one being uh, those individuals that are just interested in fitness in general. And for them, I would say, you know, just to know how long it takes to realistically achieve your goals. You know, just having a a realistic mind frame of it's going to take you a year, maybe two years to reach your goals, depending on what it is, you know, whether that's fat loss or whether that's trying to get stronger or whether that's overcoming an injury or, uh, you know, for my runners out there, you know, I may be trying to hit your all-time PR. Um, just knowing that you're in it for the long haul is going to be very, very, very liberating for you. And it, I feel like it really helps you become part of the process. Um, I guess for my other group of people that I'm targeting, uh, coaches and trainers, um, I, I just want everybody, you know, as far as my colleagues, just to remain aware of the importance of training for longevity in terms of like your strength training and your you know cardiovascular training um, because you have to think like this might be something that you're able to do when you're 23 years old or 25 or you know maybe maybe you're in like you're just starting your 30s you never really worked out before and it feels easy for you but um, having the mindset that this is something you can do for the next 20 25 years well up into like middle age you know I feel like that's super super important for my uh, for my trainers to keep in mind, you know, when they are training their, their clients. And middle age isn't 30-something anymore. It's yeah. like 50 or 60-something. Exactly. Which is kind of crazy. Exactly. Um, so keep the fitness up, guys. And what would you say was your aha moment for training or coaching or whatever you'd like to call it, um, where you were just like, I think I want to be a trainer? You know, I, I think it really started when I was in, uh, when I was in high school. That was the moment that I thought this is something that I could potentially be into, um, and it really stemmed from an event. I would say somewhat of a negative event, but you know, <laughs> the universe always has its way of like throwing these events at you that 
really make you realize that, you know, this is something I should look into a little bit more. For me, it was breaking my foot. You know, my senior year of high school, I broke my foot running cross country of all things. You know, it's, I wouldn't expect that to be one of those injuries, but it happened. You know, we're out running in the woods. Next thing you know, something goes down where I step on a root really bad and couldn't really run anymore. So after that, it took me a while to kind of rehab myself and get back into the shape so that I could run again. Um, but uh, I think at that moment, you know, and during those moments where I was going through rehab and I thought, you know, it's, it's important that I have some structure in terms of like a plan and whether that be like my training schedule, I need to get up Monday, Wednesday, Friday and go to the gym and swim and then try to do some strength training and do all this. It, those, in those moments, it was like, I think this is something that I would be interested in. And, um, you know, then I went down the road of saying, all right, well, I, at first I want to be a physical therapist. You know. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that something you'd still like to do? At you, point? you know, I I see it as as a as an opportunity. I'm never opposed to whatever the flow of life is, but at at this point in time in my life, I, I feel like coaching and training are like where it's at for me. Definitely where it's at for me. And did you know that you always wanted a career in fitness or sports or health? Definitely, definitely. You know, I, there were some moments where I thought I wanted to go into like sports management or, you know, just looking at majors, you know, before you go off to college. Everybody's like, oh, I think I want to be a, I want to be an artist. I want to be a famous artist. And then you realize, oh man, that's hard. And I was like, well, everybody kind of gets injured or everybody wants to get in shape. I was like, this is something that I could definitely see myself doing long term. If you could manage any sports team, what team would it be since you mentioned sports management? Ooh, good one. Let's say, well, you know, congratulations to all my Eagles fans out there, but I'm not going to say <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I would actually say one of my favorite sports teams is the New Orleans Saints. So I would love to manage a professional football team. I feel like the stage that those guys have to perform in, perform on, you know, day in and day out, it's so grueling and um, you know figuring out ways that I could design a program for them to keep their athletes injury free or get them in tip-top shape I would love to do that I would love to do that cool. I also am a big fan of the New Orleans Saints hey. it's not my top team but I, I mean they can get a little shout out yeah, there we go. <laughs> shout out to the New Orleans Saints out there if you're listening the uh, whole Houdat nation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we are uh, we're open <laughs> cool, and how would you describe your training style for yourself versus how you train uh, other people? Well, for in my, general, by yeah, the way. Yeah, in general, you know, in general for myself, I'd say definitely a little bit more experimental with my own training style. Um, you know, when I train myself, I like to incorporate different methods. Uh, recently, I've been trying out PRI, which is from the Postural Restoration uh, Institute. And using a lot of their like corrective drills to bring my body back together as an athlete. I mean, and all my athletes out there, you know the wear and tear it takes on your body. You know, I don't wake, <laughs> I don't wake up anymore feeling like I'm 18 years old. So, you know, let's just say I'm about 10 years older than that now, and uh, I kind of got to be just a slight bit more diligent. Yeah, a little bit more diligent. Yeah, I got to take a little bit more time to warm up. You know. 
not to say that I'm washed or anything like that, but uh, in order to prevent myself from being washed, I am definitely taking the time to experiment and see what works, see what my body tolerates. Uh, and in general for my clients, I would say it's a little more traditional, um, but slightly cutting edge, you know, so I'm taking whatever I'm finding from those experiments, you know, whether that be experimenting with a different repetition range or, you know, like pauses in my reps or, um, you know, taking the time to integrate certain drills in between exercises while my clients are resting. Big fan of like trying to be as efficient as possible during the workouts. Um, I'll take that traditional style of like, hey, we want to be strong, we want to look good, which I think is uh, probably Everyone's. important for everybody, <laughs> right? And I'll kind of integrate that to whatever's on the on the cutting edge, mm -hmm. so to speak. So. Huh. And what's the most cutting edge workout that you have used recently for yourself and for the last person you trained? Ooh, good one. Um, you know, I would honestly say for myself, it would have to be the use of like uh, steel mace or Indian clubs, things of that nature, even though they've been out forever. Um, just using those type of tools in your training, it, it's crazy to see how your body has to adjust. Um, and I won't lie, when I did a workout with those, I was, I was pretty gassed. I was, I, was, I, was, I was pretty tired. And it, takes a, it takes a good amount of, you know, it, it, was, it was fairly lightweight too, so it wasn't as though I was pushing myself super hard, but I was like, by the end of it, I feel like I was... Lightweight still does it. Exactly. So to all my people out there that, you know, oh yeah, we got to go heavy every day to get stronger. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Just try something different. Yeah. And different, like, makes all the difference. It does. Um, Definitely. Um, cool. And why do you, as we're talking about people's strength training and avoiding their cardio, why mm -hmm. do you think that people should train, um, like, do more cardio training uh, that usually tend to lift heavier? and think that they're going to lose all their lifting gains from doing oh, too much cardio. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're so, you're so right about touching on that. But to, to give a, sh a short answer on that, and I'll, I'll expand a little bit more, doing cardio is essential to life. It's essential to living a longer life. Um, if you think about what you're actually training when you're doing like your aerobic training, you know, you got your heart rate somewhere around 65% of what it actually can do. Um, you're thinking that you're training the heart to be more efficient at delivering nutrients and oxygen to the tissues and your cells. So essentially, if you're not capable of doing that, you know, you pretty much shoot yourself, I mean, you kind of shoot yourself in the heart, <laughs> if you will, by not doing it, by not training it. And it's so simple. It's so easy. It's very, very easy. It's the simplest form of any type of training to just get up get out and like just get moving you know like you can go walk a flight of stairs for 20 minutes you know 30 minutes 40 minutes an hour and a half but um you're pushing it now so <laughs> i can only do this here master for five minutes so when you said 20 i was like oh. Like, oh yeah i mean but it's it's as simple as just you know putting on a backpack you know and setting out on a nice long walk and maybe wearing a heart rate monitor you know to see if you're in that range you know or getting on a treadmill and walking or you know getting walking up and down a flight of stairs super super simple i think that's one reason why everybody should be doing it the benefits are just tremendous tremendous heart health heart health heart health guys you can't have big strong muscles for life if your heart isn't healthy i mean that's that's just the yeah. truth of it you know also i feel like cardio just generally is good for 
repairing sore muscles. So like if you're ever too sore to like keep lifting heavy, see insert some cardio in there and Exactly. See how it changes the game up. Exactly. When you're when you're tired of going hard, you know, let's just slow Go down light. a little bit. Go light. <laughs> Go light. Awesome. And what was your original inspiration for starting with like track and field or cross country? Just like why that segue of the athletics? You know, it was it was funny because I was I was kind of always active as a kid, and when I got so personally for me, like the reason I started doing track and field was it was more like an ultimatum of my parents. It was like, hey, you're not going to sit around here another summer <laughs> about to get in trouble, you know, getting a call from whoever that you're running through their yard or getting into trouble. So it was like, you need to pick something this year. And uh, everyone had always said, oh, Spencer, you're fast. You know, it's always like one of the top two fastest people in my, whatever my grade level was. So I said, hey, I'll give it a try. And I had a couple of friends, you know, growing up that were also into track and field and they were trying to recruit me for a while. Um, and it was simple, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a contact sport athlete, you know, never played football except for like out on the field, I played baseball a few years, also basketball. Um, but you know, I wanted something that wasn't going to put too much wear and tear on my body in terms of like, oh, I might be in danger here. Um, and I wanted to choose something that I was good at, you know, so something that I could prove to myself as an individual that, hey, I can continually it. get better at this and I can do it. But at the same time, I wanted something with a team aspect. I still wanted to be around people like-minded, doing the same things. Uh, so track and field was kind of just there. And uh, had an awesome coach, had an awesome group of guys that I ran with growing up. And, um, you know, some of those guys that I did run with, I'm still really, really close friends with them, like, still today. I mean, it's... Are they also trainers? So, none of them are trainers now. None of, yeah, which is which is really interesting. You know, I, I do see that I kind of went left field. Went rogue. Yeah, I, I went. I definitely <laughs> went rogue there. You, you're so right. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's interesting to see the the routes that we all went after after we left high school and then transitioning into college. Didn't really run too much anymore, but I dove deep into strength training. After college, you know, that's when I decided I wanted to try my hand at coaching because I missed it. I missed running a lot. You know, I got a lot of pleasure from uh, just getting out on the field and you know, running a couple laps, whether that be as hard as you can or somewhat of a submaximal pace. And then I saw these kids out there that were basically me on this field. I think one day, you know, some coaches were trying to recruit me to the team, and I just saw some kids. I, I was like, man, that was me. That was me out there, and I thought. Wow, I was like, look where I am today. I was like, I might have the capabilities to inspire a kid to do the same thing I'm doing right now, you know. I love what I do right now. Love coaching, love training, love just making that difference in people's lives and, you know, loving the reactions that they get from seeing those changes in their own body, you know. It's like, it's nothing that you could buy from a store, you know? I agree. Hey guys, thanks for listening to my part one episode with Spencer. Um, I am listening to my voice as I record this, and you may be able to tell I'm just getting over a cold. Um, <laughs> any case, uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Sorry for the delay. I was running into some trouble with Apple. Uh, but that's all cleared up now. So, thanks again. Bye.